The reality is is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Jesse Willis. I may not run in traffic, but I'll give you a run for your money. Rody. When you work in quality assurance, perfection comes easy. Tori Tuchilo. When Tori steps on the scene, you are his story. Eugene Henderson. In the game of life, I choose Jeopardy. Maria M. Where I come from, they sing God Save the Queen. The truth is, it's actually me. Becca Simon. If you can't stand the heat come to minnesota jill hirsch your petty drama can't take this warrior down jamie all some people call me cold but it's not me it's that minnesota weather sarah gibbs you may not like the cut of my jet but that's what you get from sarah gibbs richie d if you can't be cool you can't be with caduce megan shah i may be a model but i'll never be your model minority samaj bledson the fun bus is here and i'm driving on the turn Pike. Eleanor Manning. I run with a fabulous circle of people, and they're not even on my payroll. Danny McLaughlin. First, I came out, and now I'm coming for everything. Kelly Paper. I may be from down under, but don't ever underestimate me. Seiran Hayati. In Sweden, we have ABBA, IKEA, and if you mess with me, some other four-letter words. Jessica Riley. Where I come from, money can buy you anything, but I'll take the garbage plate. Chastity Davis. Don't be fooled by my name. The only thing I abstain from is your bullshit. Sarah Watkins, Philstein. Playtime is over. This mom means business. Laura Zielinski. Whether it's breast pumping or fist bumping, this mama brings the party. Jill Walsh. I made it up the hill myself and I'll kick any jack off. And finally, diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. John Friedman is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's sounding so sexy, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, uh, you sound like Shannon or, last or week. raspy, like an old lady that's been smoking all her life. Oh well, I mean, I was gonna say, do you? Uh, I think it was last week on OC when mm-hmm. Shannon was like, <laughs> when Shannon said, I guess after drinking or something, she had like a raspy voice. Yeah. She, said, she was pretending to be <laughs> a phone sex operator, and she said something like, "Hello." I will be initiating phone sex with you. <laughs> I was like, that is how Shannon would say it. <laughs> she was, and she not only did that, she said, hello, I'm Shannon Storms Bidore. <laughs> like, you, don't need, you don't need your entire name. Yeah, you, should, you, and play, you should have a nickname, Stormy Bidore. Yeah. You should have. Yeah. She's so funny. She's no, so funny. She's like, she's like... I am turning into Shannon with, you know, all my sexy voice because I had a blast. Yeah. And I lost my voice. Yeah. So we don't usually record our Saturday episodes on Saturday. (laughs) 
But we usually record our Saturday episode either on Friday or Thursday, and then yeah. I'll put it up on Saturday. But um, yeah, we, between traveling and the crappies and snow. Bomb cyclone is what it's being called. Bomb cyclone. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Apparently, it's being called the bomb cyclone of That Boston. sounds like a delicious drink. I know. It sounds like a friendly, uh, you know, milkshake or something. It sounds like RIP friendlies. No, or it sounds like a new drink at like Tom Schwartz. No, at Shorts and Sandy's. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, a bomb cycle. Yeah, so bomb I'm not even going to edit this. I'm like, we're literally going to record this, and if you listen to it right when we release it, we just recorded an hour before you were talking, like, or yeah. you were listening. So yeah. Um, but we have so much to catch up on. We're going to talk about Vanderpump Rules Part One and Two of the reunion. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about Summer House, and we're going to talk about Miami. Um, but before we talk about that, we are not. We're going to talk about the crappies. Do you want to talk about the crappies? I would love to talk about the crappies. <laughs> it okay, was off, it was off the chart. What an experience! Should we tell people what the crappies are if, by chance, yes. they don't listen to Watch What Crappens? Yeah, we should. Okay, so watch your crappens if you don't listen to them. Okay, I don't understand how you even found us. Um, But they're like the best Bravo podcast, and they do every year a crappies, which is their award show for all of the things that happen on Bravo. It's called the Golden Crappies. It's It's the award is a golden poop. It's a golden poop on like a little little stand, a stand (laughs) that Ronnie makes himself. So they usually have that in LA, but this year they had it in New York because it was also the start of their 10-year anniversary tour. So Arthi came up to New York for that. We got to go. And I'm going to say it, like Jill Zarin, we Mm -hmm. run with a fabulous circle of people because somehow we ended up backstage in the green room before the crappy started. We didn't plan it. Okay, I have to say, Arthi. I got to oh go God. everywhere with you because the confidence with which you just walk into a space and be like, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm going back there. They, they're they waiting for us. I just have to go drop this off for somebody. And then you just like walked in. And meanwhile, I was literally sweating through like all my clothes and my North Face jacket. Because I am jacket. aware of what I look like. I am an, you know, overweight, you know, 50 plus, I look 50. I'm not yet, <laughs> but I look, I feel like I look 50. I look like an elderly person. I'm like, look harmless. Okay. So they're thinking like, oh, it's somebody's mother walking in. It's fine. <laughs> I just walk in like. Somebody yeah, forgot their What am I going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do? Because, no, seriously, a sidebar story. My friend came to visit me yesterday in New York. So after the crappy. And then we had to run, rush her back to her train. And I said, well, she she wasn't quite familiar with the New York metros and everything because she yeah. was going north. Yeah. So she needed to, like, she needed to, you know, go through Grand Central, cross over, get yeah. to the other side, get to the right. And she is like, she's like, she takes a long time to process yeah. direction stuff. So I said, no, I'll walk you through. I'll walk. Don't worry. We were in Brooklyn. We were going to go all the way back. So I said, oh, no, I'll do it. And I kept like rushing through. No, this is where we go. This is the platform. This is where we go next. Okay, let's go through this tunnel. And I was like rushing her and I walked her to her train and I ran through a security um, there was security set up at the entrance to the train platform, right? At the top. So when you go yeah. down, they're checking your ticket. 
I just, I walk confidently without my ticket or anything, just walk through, pulled her along, put her on the train and walk back. And there was this cop looking at me with his hands up in the air, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you just walked past me. She's like, aren't you, so you're not getting on the train, so you don't have a ticket? I'm like, no, I wanted to make sure she got on her train. He's yeah. like, why would you run through? And I was like, I didn't know you were looking for my ticket. What did you think he was like, doing and then there? He Just was like, having a so you break? don't have, so he's like, you don't have to get on the train. I was like, no. And then I was like, where can I get some coffee? <laughs> and he just pointed and I walked away from him. And then I was thinking, oh, shoot, I probably, I probably broke a few laws. Yes. <laughs> Oh my I didn't god! Even notice him. I it's like ran. there's, you know, there's obviously white privilege. I think what you're tapping into is like elderly woman age, privilege. Yes, age but privilege. I, okay, by the way, but you don't have your. First of all, you don't look fifty plus. Okay. <laughs> Secondly, you're not overweight. Okay, you're a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> woman in her prime. But that's what I feel deep inside. Oh, so I feel like you're taking I, that energy. I, I, yeah, it's it's like you know how. How much ever tan these women might get, they do have the white privilege deep inside. That's how yeah. I feel like deep inside. I'm an old person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just walk through situations without worrying about where it's going. I'm like, what yeah. are you going to do? What? Well, what? what are you similarly, do? similarly. So we yeah. get to Town Hall on Broadway where they are having the show. And there's obviously the main like box office and door. And mm-hmm. then there's a stage door right next to it. So... You had gotten a text. We we were going back there because we made. If you're gonna go on the Crappens, uh, go to the Crappens shows for the rest Didn't of you. however long they're yeah. on tour, and they use a money gun, and the money gun has these like fun little housewives bills on it with funny <laughs> sayings. We made those, and so we wanted to drop that off to Ben and Ronnie, like as like a gift from us. And we go to the stage door and there's a person at a table. There's two people at the table with like a list and envelopes. Like clearly they're there for the purpose of making sure that only those who are required to be in the back should be going in the back. And this one just walked right past it. You just walk. You were like, is it that way? I'm going to go. And then you just started walking. And I was like, this isn't, I, I don't think I'm supposed to. And I'm like totally panicking. And then. I turn around because there's people walking behind me. I turn around and I see a glowing face of an angel and I literally gasped. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. What? Before that happened, this woman, this white woman was walking towards me, towards me. And she was, I I thought she was waving at us and pointing at us and waving. So I'm like. I'm like, okay, so some Ronnie and Ben knew that they didn't want us back there or anything. So they sent somebody to take it from us. So I'm like, hi, who are you? And she tells me, I'm the publicist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then she keeps walking past me. I'm like, who is she going? And then I look back and your face was like, you had, your jaw had dropped because you had seen who was behind you. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> Arthi. Look behind us, and you like you were so cool about it though. Like you turned around, you looked at her, and then you were like, "Okay." And then you just kept walking, and I was like, "Why is she being so cool?" It was fucking Dorinda. It was Dorinda Medley walking right behind us. And I, was like, I, I was panicking, and I was like, "Let me get out of Dorinda's way!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So then I opened the door for Dorinda, and she. I think we got in us. because people thought we were with Dorinda. I thought. I think. The publicist thought we were part of Dorinda's 
you know <laughs> the funniest thing is also the publicist is waving towards you and you thinking she's waving <laughs> at you you're like hello no, because like- she said when i said hi who are you she said i'm the publicist for dorinda she, i think she thought i was dorinda's people somebody people oh. and she was introducing herself to me and then oh she walked God. past me to say hi to dorinda so i kept walking i was like i'm not with dorinda i'm not gonna make it look like i'm with dorinda yeah Just we kidding. we basically look like we were what were we doing walking there with dorinda, dorinda? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then we walked in there and then we walked in and we saw a, a tall glass of water walking in with a coach faux fur jacket coat <laughs> And it was Luke from Summer House. And so if you are on our Instagram, you saw the pictures that we posted with them. And Luke, I had we had the wildest interaction with Luke. Wildest? Oh, my God. And wildest in the sense that, like, oh. you know, as after it happened, I was like, well, what that just tracks. Happened? No, it was like, that tracks. Like, if you think about Luke as the person yeah. Yeah. that you probably think he is. It tracks that we would have this interaction with him. But while it was happening, I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? So everybody was back there. Also, Jackie was there. We I yes. only talked to Jackie during the show because she was sitting yeah. right behind us. Yeah. But I didn't get to – we didn't get to, like, take a picture with her, yeah. Jackie from um, Jersey. But Luke was there, and we we just went up to Luke, and we introduced ourselves. But mostly we wanted to talk to him about Mandy Slutsker because she's a huge fan. <laughs> And hey, we were like, <laughs> we were like, oh my god, our friend Mandy loves you. And then um, we just ended up talking to him. And then what did you say to him that he started giving no, you? No, so of his I projects? was like, we were standing and no one was talking to Luke, and he was looking uncomfortable. So I thought, okay, let me make some small talk. So I said, are you are you still doing your woodworking? I love your woodworking because <laughs> that's all he did last. Year. Yeah. So yeah. I said, I love your woodworking because I do love woodwork. Uh, so I was like, okay, are you still doing that? And he's like, yeah, but I'm more, I'm more on the jewelry. And he starts showing me his jewelry. like, yeah. And then he shows me his first ring that he made. And he's like, this one I'm not going to sell because this one I made. <laughs> then he just went off on like his dad's ring. And he's yeah. showing me like yeah. all of his jewelry. He's like. By the way, the jewelry is beautiful. It looks good. It looks I actually, good. Yeah. and we're, you know, we're we're really into jewelry as South yeah. Asian women. And I was right. impressed enough to say, I might go and buy some. Yeah. Yeah. And then, really cool. and then he said he went, he has now branched into candles. <laughs> and my jaw dropped. I was like, not you too. Not candles. He's like, I brought a candle for Ben and Ron. It's right over there. And I should have gone and said, let me smell it. I want to smell it. I should have done it. I didn't do it. And now I want to know what it smells like. I thought he opened it up for you and made you smell it. No, he showed it to me, but oh. I didn't smell it. Oh, and no. then, <clears throat> But instead, then he said, I instead, made a perfume. And then he yeah. said, I also make perfume now. Yeah. And then what did he say? No. <laughs> and then he, I was standing there and I said, oh, like, we were like real close. We, we were, were real close. It was and then he leaned over to me. Okay. And he pointed his he kind of like flipped his shirt out and then he said here smell me <laughs> and what did noor do i went jumped on top of him and i motorboated him and i was like oh my god no i didn't i just i very politely went in there and i no 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 you went full in there you were <laughs> deep inside his chest and you took a big whiff of it i then put my arms turned- around him and i went <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I didn't. I But I did take a nice big sniff. And then he turned towards me and leaned in and I was like, okay. I was being so polite. I was like, I was scared. I was like, I don't want. Truly, I was truly, I was scared because I am scared of like random perfume. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I hope this doesn't smell like B.O. Because if it smells like one of the Axe perfumes, I'm going to die. So yeah. I went in very gently and smelled him. It smells and, great, guys. Oh, my God. It smells awesome. And like it's unisex. And again, another product I will buy. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of got also like not to give Hannah any credit because fuck Hannah. But like yeah. I got the whole vibe where people feel get like they get mixed signals from Luke. Not because I think Luke was giving me a signal, but because he's so friendly. He's so nice. He's, like he's, he's so nice and down to earth. And he's yeah. like, just like, let's have, he's like telling me I need to get this perfume into Saks Fifth Avenue. I'm like, I'm sorry, Luke. I don't have those connections. <laughs> I don't know You're like, I'm not the one. I'm not the one. But yeah, yeah I guess you should. Yeah. And know. then I told him, I said, listen, I don't want to talk shit, but last year on our podcast, we did a lot of Team Luke, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. And he's like, oh, I appreciate that. And then I was like, you know, I'm just saying comedian should actually be funny, if you know what I'm saying. He goes, oh, I think I know what you're putting down. And he was like, just being so sweet and like he's, funny and like yeah. just genuinely like a really nice guy. He was sitting, I, I did confirm after watching the sh- yeah. uh, episode, he was sitting with Maya the whole time. I told you. At the show. They I were snuggled you. up, guys. She didn't come to behind the scenes, though. She didn't come to the back room. No. She probably came later. But, yeah. But, yeah, he was with her. We did see a, an envelope for Carl if he if he was. I think yeah. they had invited everybody. Anything, whoever could come, came. Yeah. Um, but it was Carl's birthday, so he didn't yeah. come. But we did. You saw his card. Yeah, you yeah. saw the envelope with his name on it, and I said, "Girl, if Carl Radke showed up, yeah, I would, I would. There would be two dead bodies in the back room, <laughs> passed out. <laughs> I call nine one one. It's two middle aged aunties in the back. <laughs> the Crappens Green at the Town Hall Green Room, and also we met Dave Quinn. He was so awesome. Yeah, Dave was super was nice. So yeah, yeah, super super nice." And yeah, and then was, yeah, we did get to talk to Dorinda too. She yeah, was really sweet. Yeah, Dorinda. Really yeah, Dorinda was like, uh, you know, was picking on Dave for wearing a Countess Luann and Friends T-shirt. Yeah, and <laughs> like Dorinda's actually really beautiful. She was. You know oh what's crazy is yeah, like when I watched she has the, the show, best skin. I didn't realize how good her skin was. Her skin. I it's, mean, obviously, a lot of that was like makeup. Her hair yeah. is so cool, but like. On the show, when I watch, I don't always think of Dorinda as like the – like she's a small woman, but I yeah. wouldn't think of her as like the, the most fit of them, right? Yeah. Her body is fucking amazing. And t- she's tiny and fit. Teeny tiny. Yeah. Also yeah. Jackie. Itty Jackie bitty. Yeah. Yeah. The smallest person I've ever seen. I know. And also gorgeous. Yeah. Stunning. Yeah. All these people are beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And Dorinda was genuinely, and you know, there were people who were like, is she drunk? Well, is she on? T-? No, Dorinda was perfectly sober. She was fine. And she was funny and very kind to everybody. And she, you know, she did the paid six. People were up, out there and they were interviewing. That's the paid six thing that's blowing up right now between yeah. Dorinda and Brandy and all of that stuff. But that was, you know, she was interviewing 
with page six. By the way, the girl that came from page six was like, like it was so funny. She was an embryo. She like she must have been born when the housewife started. Yeah, right. She she was not older than twenty one, maybe. Yeah, but she also was dressed like. Uh, you know, like the in cartoons, they show like what a reporter looks like or in like movies. Like if you ever watch Ted Lasso, she was dressed like Trent Krim from The Independent. She had like big glasses on and like a long coat yeah. and like a scarf. And she had like her phone and like a recorder in her hand. It was just – I was like, did you she was like cute. Google? She was cute. No, she was adorable. adorable. But she just looked yeah. like she went on Pinterest and said uh, reporter costume. Yeah. And that's what she looked like to me. I was like, it reminded me of like, I don't know, April O'Neil from like Ninja Turtles or something. Like, I don't know. I was just, and yeah, she was an embryo. I was like, yeah, is your mom here? Is somebody going to come pick you up? But hey, she works for page six and not us. I so. know. I know. She's the one sitting down with uh, Dorinda and getting the scoop. Yeah. yeah. Dorinda was there with her friend who was also cute and she was yeah. so nice. It, it was a good, it was a good crowd behind and they were all super, super nice. And during it was like, I'll do whatever you want. She didn't know what she want. They wanted from her, but she was like, I'll do anything you guys want. Put me wherever, tell me what to do. She brought her bourbon with her, a Bluestone Manor bourbon. And she was talking about it and she was like, she was so accommodating. You could hear them planning what they were going to do and how they were going to do it. And we got a glimpse of it, and they were all gracious to yep. Ben and Ronnie, and which was so nice because Ben and Ronnie are such nice, genuinely nice people. Yeah, so it, it was, was fantastic. So it was a great experience. <clears throat> the um, crappies I, themselves, oh my god! If amazing. you want to watch it, you still get the recording. I think you can get it the whole recording for twenty bucks. Yeah, on their Ryan. Patreon. Yeah, yeah, on the on the Momentum House. Yeah, so you it guys should check awesome. that out. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Vanderpump Rules reunion. Yeah. So obviously the big bombshell on it was yep. I'm James. so I am so happy that the bombshell happened at the top of the hour yes. of the reunion. Yes. This is it was so refreshing that it wasn't over a cliffhanger yes. from ruin part one to part two. It happened right away. Yeah, it was like the Andy was just going around to say hello. And yeah. once he got to James and Raquel, they were like, <laughs> by mm-hmm. the way, we broke up. You know what the funniest thing in all that was? So they yeah. go right into it and they start yeah. freaking out. And some of that to me showed a lot of growth, right? In like James and Raquel mm-hmm. herself. Raquel is obviously like she's the intelligent one between the yeah. two of them. Yeah. but yeah. Uh, Or at least emotionally intelligent. And yeah. But I also thought from James' perspective, it was good, right? Because he said, what am I going to do? Sit here and pretend and fake it and act like everything is fine when you guys ask his questions and then yeah. like lie, you know, yeah. which is like huge. But the funniest yeah. to me was LVP was shocked and pissed. <gasps> yes. She, she was, was like, mad. I did not know. She They kept cu- cutting to her face and she kind of just looked like – you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like Raquel finding out at her engagement party that Sheena got engaged and yes. being like, why was I the last one to know? Like yeah. that's the way LVP looked like. Like she was like mad that she didn't yeah. – she wasn't told, you know. She wasn't given that respect by James yeah. and Raquel to go and tell her yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was uh, – I think all along I think LVP must have known how – that this was not what this was all James and Raquel being afraid of how she would react because this was the storyline and this is what they wanted to yeah. do. And then they kept kept up the charade to stay on the show. So she must 
uh, must have known that. Yeah. But I think if they had told her before, she would have tried to manage the situation and made it worse and made them miserable about it. But because they did it on on the reunion, she had nothing to do with it. She had to go with it and say that, hey, look, we are all with you. We understand this mm-hmm. happened. She tried to ask, why? What's wrong? How could this happen all the time? Ups and downs. She was still trying to get them to stay together. Yeah, and she was like, like, so no. you lied? So it was fake? Yeah. And she, they're like, yeah. no, it's not fake, but we're telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the again, fact that all the rest of the crowd said, no, we are with you and they, we love you guys. Uh, it's very brave of you to do this. And then LVP had to say, okay, fine. Because otherwise she would have been like, you lied to me. She, by the way, barely said anything this reunion. Yes. Didn't you think so? She had very think, little to say. I think this, this is what knocked her off because yeah. she didn't know how to handle it. She didn't know if she should... Um, be mad at them for faking the whole thing or being lying to her or she should be uh, you know sad for them and be understanding she was still trying to process it yeah I agree. yeah mm-hmm. um obviously the other big thing was lala right so this is the mm-hmm. first big thing of with lala since her breakup with rand and first i thought oh Wait, look at her first of all lala lala got scooped for engagement lala got scooped for the baby yeah, and then for even for the breakup, Raquel and James told uh, Andy about the breakup before Lala even got on. So Lala's breakup was reunion part two. So oh yeah, like- that's true. That's true. That's true. She really Lala got the boot. Didn't get to- Lala didn't even get to wallow in her breakup. Yeah. So first I thought she was going to come in. And- James and Raquel. Yeah. First I thought she was going to come in with like her tail between her legs and like really try to be like apologetic about yeah. how she treated. Cause initially when she started talking about like Brock and yeah. how she treated everybody, she was like, no, like it was wrong, blah, blah, blah. And, but then later on, when they get into the breakup, she's mad that nobody told her that Rand was a piece of shit. But it's like there's multiple scenes of people trying to tell you that Rand is yeah. not a good guy. Literally, James is like, I've told you on record that I don't yeah. like him. I'm not going to go and tell you that that I see him with other women then. Because yeah. it's like Lala wants her cake and, and like and she wants the cake and to eat. Well, I don't know the term yeah. is. I'm, English is not my first wants language. Wants the cake. Wants the cake and eat it too. She wants the cake and eat it too. Wants her cake and wants to eat it too. Wants her cake and wants to eat it too. Yeah. Hold on, my husband has entered here. Is it what is the term? Wants your cake and want to wants eat your it cake too. to what? eat it you, too. You're gonna ask your husband. I'm telling you what the <laughs> phrase is. All right, get out of here. <laughs> like what? Oh, have her cake and eat it too. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yes, that is the correct term. So, um, yeah, and because, like, it's like she wants everybody to feel sympathy for her, but she also wants everybody to tell her that he was bad. Like, she wants everybody to believe that she was in, like, this loving relationship and she was so duped. But at the same time, she doesn't create – like, she wanted to live in the delusion. She wanted everybody to live in the delusion with her that Rand is, like, this amazing guy. And then at the same time, she wants everybody to tell her the reality of the situation, which is like, you can't have that. You can't, you can't do that. I did love that Raquel called her a mistress. (laughs) That was the very last thing. And it was like, Raquel was the queen of this reunion, both part one and part two. Yeah. It started out with Raquel's story. 
Yes. She was very, for a person who does not like public speaking, yeah. she had all her points on point. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? She made, she gave a beautiful explanation of what she went through, how she came up with her decision and what that means to her. She was very firm with it. She did not cry. She did not grow. There was nothing um, weak about the way Raquel talked about it. She was very much a confident woman telling Andy, no, I'm done. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do. And she handled Brock well. Mm -hmm. She handled Sheena well. And then she ended the whole reunion with a zinger about Lala. Yeah. Which everybody was agreeing with. Not a single person... Not even Katie was sympathetic to what Lala was going through. Mm-mm. Because they were like, you knew. Yeah. You chose not to pay attention. We, you knew this. And we feel sad, sorry for the child, but you knew what you were getting. Yeah. You so, made a baby yeah. with a piece of shit. Yeah. And now you're surprised yeah. that he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then she went on and on about like, I didn't have a partner. You know, yeah. he was never around. He was never then around. He travels a lot. When you don't have a partner and you, you are, he's not around for you to then blame somebody else's relationship and judge yep. them. Yeah. Like what are that audacity there? Yeah. That was the audacity. The audacity of yeah. it all. Yeah. But the- speaking of audacity, what yeah. you think of um, Brock's performance? I'm like Brock. You just sh- you just got here yesterday. Take yeah. a back seat, Brock. Brock really makes He's such a lump. You know, Brock is kind of like the way we walked right into the green room. You know, it's like he, <laughs> <laughs> like he like he's like I belong here. It's just so funny because like. I've always said this. I don't think Brock is uh, purposely like manip- – he's not cunning or manipulative or evil like in the way that like Jax Taylor is. He's genuinely just a dumbass. And like yeah. he's dumb enough and thirsty enough to be with Sheena. Like I think there, I think there's a genuine love between Sheena and Brock. I think mm-hmm. he genuinely loves her. But I think their definition of what love is is very codependent and it's very yeah. – um, it's like a it's a it's very transactional. So yeah. I think for people whose standard of love is that is that which it might be that might be healthy for them. I think the Brock and Sheena are actually a fantastic couple. Sheena looked amazing. But yeah, Brock was just like it was my the funniest thing was when James goes on about all of this stuff that's going on and then Brock asks him a question. He's like, so what do you mean? When did this happen? And James is like, are you not listening, mate? What's wrong with you? I just went through all of this. And he's like, no, I'm just, I'm just asking. Doing that. And Brock is like, no, I don't know. It takes a while for information to get through his blockhead for yeah. him to process it. Yeah. And like he casually, like I know that he's a simpleton because he says things that are shocking, right? Like casually saying, I put hands on my ex-wife. Like he doesn't realize the weight of those words and what that means and the impact of those things and what that looks like in a, a pub as a public quote unquote figure. Now that he's like on yeah. reality TV, it, I don't think he realizes these things, which is also like what makes it so funny for me. Like, it's not funny that he hit his ex-wife obviously, <laughs> but it's funny that he doesn't realize like what he that makes him look like. Yeah. He thinks he's such a big star. 
but he, he doesn't realize that sometimes he's the butt of the joke and he and, doesn't quite get it. Yeah, and it's funny because Sheena thinks that Charlie tweeting about how the TV fell is like yeah. more damaging to Brock than what Brock says about himself. You know what I mean? And that's why I think Sheena and Brock are perfect for each other because they're both so stupid. <laughs> But they're like stupid in an innocent way where they're only hurting themselves mostly. Yeah. They you know? hurt themselves. They do the most damage to themselves. Exactly. So, and then Sheena's saying, why couldn't I why couldn't I share my happy news at my friend's <laughs> engagement? What why can't you guys be happy for me? And she's talking about it while everybody there is saying, Sheena, you could have waited another week. Yeah, you didn't have to. Yeah, and Sheena's point, and she made it on her uh, Instagram or twi- Twitter or something, is that what we talked about? That that was the last day of filming, and she yeah. needed to make that announcement on so camera. So she's she and she is saying that that's part of the deal of being yeah. on the show. Yeah, but <clears throat> but Sheena, you're supposed to ignore the cameras. <laughs> Yeah, like it's big enough, Sheena, that like you have a a stable relationship, you have this great guy in your life, and you have a baby. That's Mm -hmm. a huge deal. Mm -hmm. That's enough. You don't also need to get engaged. Like she was like, why can't I have my engagement on TV? It's like you already had a whole wedding. We had an entire – you already had one engagement and a whole wedding and a divorce. Yeah. I think we're good, (laughs) Sheena. Give other people a chance, you know? Uh, the Schwartz and Sandys thing happened. Yeah. I have to say, they pointed out they had this like tour that yeah. they showed, and yeah. in the tour they talked about this like one booth they're gonna have where they're gonna have like a fake starry night sky above the booth. Yeah. And Tom Sandoval goes, "It's the only place in LA where you can see the starry night." And I was like, "The Griffith Observatory has words to say to you because that's an insane <laughs> statement. Oh, it's like an iconic place where people <laughs> literally go." To see the sky <laughs> and stars, it's or, it's like or, or the walkway, the, or the, the wa- yeah, <laughs> or the Hollywood Walk of Fame where you can also the see stars fame. in L.A. Yeah. But he was like, it's the only place where you can see stars in L.A. I was like, what are you talking about? It's L.A. It's not like you don't have the sky. <laughs> It was ridiculous. Uh, but yeah. he goes on and on about how he's saying he thinks that Katie went on a propaganda against him. Yeah. But again, this is another situation. This is why Vanderpump Rules is so funny. The funniest thing about these people is when they are damaging to themselves, but yeah. think that other people are more damaging to them. So he he said, Katie, mm-hmm. you went on a propaganda about who, like what I said and who I am and I'm an awful person. It's like, no, people are just going based off what you said. You said you brought money yeah. to Tom Shorts. Now it's true. Right. We do know that that's true, but you don't say that out loud. Yeah, you don't. And he's, and Katie is right. You don't dismiss the other Tom. Right, he yeah. he like Katie's like you dismiss this whole human. You yeah. use him as a prop. You use him as a sidecar. You don't yeah. you don't pay him his dues, and which is true. But it's also not just Tom um, Schwartz's um, Tom uh, Sandoval's fault. It's Schwartz's fault for yeah. not reasserting himself. Yeah. He needs to assert himself some more. Yeah, I also did like Katie's explanation <laughs> of why she's so involved in the business, which we pointed out before, which mm-hmm. is. If he dies tomorrow, she is responsible for his debt. Yeah. He, she is, they are together in a marriage. I heard death. What? I thought you said if he (laughs) dies tomorrow, she's responsible (laughs) for his death. I was like, what? 
depth, debt, debt, D E B T. I was like, what? What am I nodding at? No, wait, hold on. <laughs> so, so, yeah, and like, I thought it was a great explanation, and. I will like I love Ariana, but she doesn't understand that it's not the same when you are just like, you know, in a committed relationship or because you have a home together. Yes, there is going to be some stuff that lands on mm-hmm. Ariana, but mm-hmm. not everything. Yeah, there is just a different law for people yeah. who are married. And yeah. I think Ariana's inability to understand that really. But I think Katie is just protective of Tom's. Yeah. Um, um, Schwartz, because Tom, um, uh, he takes such a backseat and he's not so assertive and um and Sandoval runs the roost with that. And so yeah. Katie's just being, you know, protective of him because she knows her husband. Yeah. 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 Um but yeah, that was it. I thought it was it was actually the reunion was great. Two parts, mm-hmm. that's all we needed. Nothing else. Yeah. It was perfect. The size was perfect. The content was perfect. This was one probably one of the best reunion um from Vanderpumps. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. filler. Yeah, it was great. Yep, 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 yep. All right, let's talk about Summer House. Um, mm. We didn't get any resolution of this Kate, uh, Amanda and Kyle thing. No. They're they still just decided they were going to ignore each other and be passive aggressive until they get back into the city and out away from the cameras. Yes. I predict that the next weekend they would show up and it's, it would be like nothing happened. Yes, exactly. Because they are toxic to each other. That's okay, I want to expand on my theory again about yeah. Amanda being on being with Kyle for the show because mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it more and I think that there's still there's more. I think I have more evidence for why I think that that's mm, true. Go ahead. So Lead remember off. early. Have you noticed that uh, Lindsay and. Danielle and Carl and all them, when Kyle and Amanda are fighting, they're never on Amanda's side. No. They're they never know. on Amanda's they side. They are Kyle's and you, friends. They are Kyle's they friends. Are they are Kyle's friends, Amanda's but friends. they know also that Kyle is super toxic and he's like an alcoholic and he's being mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah. But I was thinking back to last season, that fight that they had, right? Where Hannah yeah. and them were all fighting at the picnic table. Yeah. We had a big laugh on it. Yeah. It was parents versus kids it was great yeah yeah but if you remember it was a weirdly edited fight because you could tell that hannah said something else Mm -hmm. and amanda lost her mind and she kept Mm -hmm. saying how dare you say that about my relationship Mm -hmm. and i think what hannah and and also no one else had a reaction and nobody um essentially defended they defend they they were against hannah but they didn't defend kyle and amanda no no, not at all. Yeah. And I think that what they probably said was something about the fact that, like, you don't have to put up with this just for the show. Yeah. You know? Even yeah. the season where they got engaged, that season was the season where Amanda found out that he cheated on her. He mm-hmm. blacked out and cheated on her. Yeah. So you can't possibly get engaged, but you mm-hmm. would for the show. Yeah. Um. Also, if you remember, it was – Amanda was, like, a side piece on season one. Season mm-hmm. two, she came on. Mm-hmm. And something happened where – not to give the workuses any credit for anything. Mm-hmm. But remember there was something about – I think they unfollowed Amanda on Instagram yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. And the workuses 
And then Kyle wrote them like a seven page email about eight it. Page, eight pages. Yeah. Eight page email about it. And yeah. Lindsay was like, I don't know what the hell this is. This is weird. Yeah. yeah. I think that they all know that there is a level of this relationship that is only together because of the show. I think yeah. that if for some reason Amanda and Kyle broke up, Amanda knows that she wouldn't be on the show anymore. Yeah. He and says, I, like Kyle, when he's ranting in this episode, he says that she doesn't want, he, she, he's crying to Danielle outside and he's like, we live and work together and she doesn't want to do either. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to do either and she doesn't want to be living or working, but she wants to be in the relationship. She wants to be the girlfriend. She wants to be on the show. Mm-hmm. So it's like their lover boy thing and everything. She is struggling with that. I understand that. I don't think the blame is only with Amanda. I think it's both oh, of yeah. them. I yeah. think they're both toxic. Yeah. I think they like the persona of being Kyle and Amanda yeah. and being together. And so they know that's where they get the money from. But uh, that's why I was thinking like even the last episode when he was, she was, he was drinking outside and not responding to her. But she was getting drunk at home and breaking stuff. And I'm like, that's not helpful. That's only being more toxic. You can throw his stuff out, but you're breaking his stuff. That's Mm -hmm. anger. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's you being toxic to yourself. You are angry that, and you want to do something that will cause drama. You -hmm. are trying to stay on the show. Whatever the reason it is, it is toxic. That's not a good behavior because that's only harming yourself and your you're never going to get um, into a happier relationship if you are destructive like that because it just shows that you there's so much deep anger in there. I think that there's something about Amanda clinging on to Kyle as much as she has despite him being such a problematic person that yeah. tells me that there's one, like massive insecurities within Amanda, yeah. but yeah. also that she does a lot of this to stay on the show. Yeah. I it's think it's, there's some insecurity with Kyle too. I mean, oh, I mean, Kyle's a disaster. He's like yeah, 45 so he's years like, old. He he's drunk constantly. The right. only time Kyle is sober is when he's in the confessionals, and even that, right. I'm not sure how sober he is. Yeah, and he is literally. Um, he literally says to Danielle, "He's like Danielle, this is the same fight we had three years ago." Yeah, it's the same damn fight. And he's like, I have lived through this multiple times. So has she. Yeah, she has put up with a lot of unanswered calls in the middle of the night. This is a pattern. This is a pattern. And you guys are still at it. That's never you're never going to escape it. You're just codependent, toxic relationship. And that's why I don't have I don't have sympathies for either of them. I know you were sympathetic to Amanda, but I have zero sympathy for either of them because they there's no reason for them to stay in this relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not like they have kids. Can you imagine once they have kids? Okay, so I think she might be pregnant. That's, oh my god, that's the part that I'm, that is scary. It's it's okay, you know, get out of this toxic situation now Ugh. before you bring a child into this. I know. Oh. Um. I do want to speak of relationships. Maya was engaged to Kwame from Top Chef for five years. Yeah. Okay. I have the biggest crush on Kwame. I know. He's so freaking cute. He's a DC chef, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my God. And yeah. I, our friend Kim, I know has been to a, a bunch of his yeah. like places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's always talking about how like amazing his yeah. food is. But yeah, yeah, Chef Kwame for five years. Yeah. Do you? That means that Maya's met Fadma before. <gasps> we oh should have God. asked her. We yeah. didn't know it was her. Honestly, yeah. I'll be honest. When she was sitting next to Luke, it was a very dark theater because she was sitting next to him. Yeah. You pointed it out, and I was like, listen, I'm not trying to racial profile a black girl sitting next to Luke. I don't know who that is. And then I watched this episode, and I was like, oh, yeah, that was her. (laughs) But, yeah, um, Yeah. this party happens, and Andrea gets kicked in the face, and then he's crying about – okay, that was crazy. Yeah. That was totally unwarranted Yeah, because he didn't even get kicked in the face by the girl who who he threw in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, throwing a girl in the pool is like not a good idea. But yeah. he didn't get kicked in the face by her. He got kicked in the face by her friend. She literally stomped on his face with his her with her heel. <laughs> that was not cool. That was scary. But also, I mean, watch what you do. Yeah, you, this is the summer house party. They're all monsters. Yeah, yeah. It was cute though that he's like in bed later and he's like icing his face and crying about it. And Paige comes in. She's like, "Was this just an excuse for you to make me come and cuddle with you in our bed?" And then when he's like, "I gotta go use the bathroom," she's like, "I think you're done with the ice now. Can we say that you're done with the ice?" Like it was very much like a mom move. Like when Paige yeah. is in her element when she is in a bed. I know. <laughs> Although I have to say, I'm tired of Sierra and Paige in bed. Sierra, <laughs> you cannot just slide under the comforter and pretend you're Hannah, which only makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sierra, um, I, I don't have down. what. Yeah, Sierra, I don't know what what you're doing here because. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Sierra is very boring to me. Um, yeah. I have to say, another person who is very boring. I wrote in my notes. I hate Alex. Mm. What is he doing there, Alex? Mm. I don't know. You you don't even know who it is right now. I said Alex. You said I I have no idea who that man. I'm so sorry to this man. I don't know who this man is. Yeah, no, I don't know because all he does is flex and look at himself in the mirror (laughs) and talk about protein. You know, count you count his proteins intake for the day. (laughs) I hate it. Like what? What What? are you doing here? That's not a personality. No, it's not a personality. (laughs) He's like the cheesiest person to be on Summer House. He's a Brock of this show. No, he's not. You know, he reminds – at least – remember that guy a couple of seasons ago, the one who was like a pathological liar? Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot his name. The Virgin. I forgot. Yeah. The Virgin. (laughs) The Virgin with dick issues. That guy. At least that guy was like lying so you could like make fun of him. But this guy's just boring and corny. (laughs) I think we should just have like for Alex, it's just like episode after episode of how much protein did Alex eat? (laughs) This episode. That's 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 the only thing. You talk about all the all the all the summer house uh folks and their issues and you know everything, their storyline, and then you end with how much protein did Alex eat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should constantly it. talking about it. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna make a meme on Instagram and I'm gonna post it every week of this week on Summer House, Alex ate this much protein. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> because he talks about it. He's like, they have breakfast. And he's like, what? Where's the food? There's no breakfast. Where? 
I need to go shopping. There's no yes. food here. Yeah. And, they, and then he talks about all the food they're buying and everybody just stares at him like, what? Yeah, it's so weird. Like, this is not a house where people are eating. This is a house where people are drinking. I know. It's like yeah. greasy food and drinks. That's yeah. all. Yeah, it's somewhere around. Like a kale, kale, you know, shake or something. Yeah, at some, <laughs> at some point around 1 a.m., Amanda orders a pork fried rice and that's about it. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Let's move over to Montauk. Talk about Miami. So Uh this is post that bizarre fight that Marisol tried to Mm -hmm. start. But the the craziest thing this episode is that Marisol acts like that whole thing happened Mm -hmm. because of not her. (laughs) Marisol is such an asshole. And she's so boring and she's so corny. Like she's another one. I hate her. Yeah, but she's also like. She's there. She knows her assignment. Her assignment is to start the pot and drink from her bedazzled cup and, you know, just make some random shitty comments here and there. But that's yeah, about it. There's I guess. nothing to her. <clears throat> so but, Gertie gets there and Gertie's put in the know about what was going on. And when no, she's. No, Gertie takes a while. Like they tried to tell her that, you know, you Gertie, you missed. And Gertie's like, guys tell me what i missed but gertie it was it was off the chain it was horrible and gertie's like yeah but give me the details yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but when they're giving the details they're like marisol's like well you know we were talking and they roped me into telling them who i don't trust we're like no no marisol you're the one that brought the question up but even her talking about like about these things like so in the morning Nicole and Larsa have a conversation and Nicole explains to Larsa again what she was trying to say. And Larsa's like, okay, yeah, we're cool. And like an hour later, Larsa goes and talks to Marisol and Alexia and she's so stupid. And I think that they know that they're like, see, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, Larsa, you know, you can't trust that because like she said that about you before and now she's saying something different because what she got to know you. And it's like, yeah, that. That's a normal thing that yeah. happens with human beings where you yeah. have a preconceived notion about someone and then you say something and then you actually get to know them and your mind changes. Mm-hmm. Larsa's like, how could it be? How could it be that like now she thinks something totally different? Like right. they are so stupid and Larsa they know that Larsa's really stupid. Larsa is really dumb. She's like she's really she, stupid. Yeah, she doesn't get like basic conversation. She's listening to Nicole explain and I can tell that it it doesn't make any sense to Larsa. Yeah. She can, she doesn't understand basic sentence structures. She's yeah. like, she's just staring blankly at Nicole. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, and then Alexia tries to turn it into something else between like Nicole. Be- she's like, did you see how malicious Nicole was? What she said about me and Marisol? Like, she's trying to break up a twenty-year friendship, and that's what I'm trying to say. She's a bad person. It's like, no, she she actually told you yeah. what your best friend of twenty years said about yeah. you. Or yeah. or vice versa, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, they're just trying to spin it into it being like Nicole who's the bad guy when yeah. it's actually like their plan that is blowing up in their face. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're lucky that the rest of the cast is either too drum, dumb or too drunk yes. to figure it out, except Nicole. Right. Nicole's like, you guys are idiots. I think I would watch a show of, uh, of Julia and Kiki. I th- I think Kiki's Kiki is fun. How I think, did she not become full time? I would prefer Kiki in the house over Adriana in the house. Yeah. Okay. What was this what proposal was friendship ring thing? Yeah. 
What was that? Julia, you don't need to do that. Yeah. We love you as a person individually on the show. You don't need to be on the show as Adriana's best friend. Like that's what it feels like to me. It feels like – Like Kiki is portraying – Kiki comes off as a confident housewife in her own. Yes. And I want to know more about Kiki. Yeah. But Julia feels like – is trying – even though she's supposed to be a housewife, she's acting like she's a friend of – Yes. In the in the franchise and that Adriana is the housewife. Yeah. And there's something about Adriana. I don't know if it's her Botox cross-eyed eyes mm-hmm. or the way she's like drunk and wobbling around. She reminds yeah. me of Ramona. It does. She's walking weird too. Did you notice yeah. that? She's like she's walking with like always stumbling into rooms. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I don't mm-hmm. want this stupid friendship storyline to continue but i'm glad that the rest of the women are just as confused about it as us the viewers yeah they're like whatever okay yeah yeah Yeah. um also a weird thing happened when they were doing boxing and they were doing bets Mm -hmm. and adriana said who do you bet it was like kiki versus larsa yeah and the trainer said the black one black one yeah he even say the black one he just said black and i was like oh yeah that feels that made me feel weird. Yes. I'm pretty sure black viewers were like, huh? What? <laughs> what did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> Her name is Kiki. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Yeah. And I know and he, he said, said it in Portuguese, right? Yeah, he because said he preta. He said preta, um, which means black. And I know this because I have a friend who is Portuguese. Oh, she's Brazilian, Brazilian. And she her name I am blanking on it, which is super embarrassing. Uh, she used to wax me, so we're not like actually friends. We're Facebook friends, but she used to tell me that in her family, because she's the darkest one in her family, yeah. her nickname growing growing up was Preta, which is like yeah. she said now as an adult, she realizes how horrible it is, and they still mm-hmm. say it to her in Brazil. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, which Brazil I was like, is um, it's I I have a couple of Brazilian friends, and I know from them that it's a huge issue. Um, racism especially based on color is a huge issue in um brazil where the black brazilians um darker brazilians are discriminated heavily mm-hmm. um and that's an issue there so i know that to be an issue so for me it was like wait is this something that the trainer and adriana are comfortable doing in their own life? yeah 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 yeah, it was – well, like, you know, we always talk about the colorism issue is, like, real regardless yeah. of where you go in the world. Yeah. But especially in Brazil because they speak Portuguese, which is a European language. Mm-hmm. It's a European culture. But mm-hmm. it has – but you are in South America where you have a lot of darker people. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of, like, Afro-Latina mixed mm-hmm. in there. And yeah. it's a – yeah, the way the way they said that made me feel weird. And I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, that feels problematic, but okay. Yeah. By the way, the, my friend's name is Kaliji, and I forgot because I was thinking of her of, from her waxing center name, which is Rio Wax Center. You should go there if you're in Queens. She's very good. Um, but yeah, that was that was Miami. Yeah, I'm loving fun. Miami. It's like it was fun. It's light and what stupid enough. What do you think of Larsa? Not um, what do you think of uh, Julia's uh, vodka shots with pickles and Larsa? Everybody's having fun and Larsa's like, I'm going to go sleep. I'm going to go do my OnlyFans, show my feet, earn $10,000, <laughs> and then go to sleep. 
Um, I feel nothing about Julia's vodka shots because I've never had a vodka shot. Mm. Um, but I do love pickles. Yeah. So there's that. Although she didn't use pickles. She initially she used a, a cucumber that had been sitting next to a yeah, salmon. With salmon. <laughs> I love Julia. Like Julia, you're so funny. Yeah. I wonder how Martina felt after watching that. She was probably like, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> they taped a reunion. So Huh? They, they take the, the reunion. reunion. Yeah. I wonder if Martina comes to the reunion. That would be fun. Everybody looked fabulous. And it was a real breath of fresh air compared to the Salt Lake City reunion looks. <laughs> but also I have to ask, like, Marisol and Adriana are friends of on the show. They don't have mojitos. Yeah. If you look at the cast picture, yeah. they're not in the main cast. Yeah. And I need to figure out why that happened. Yeah, I don't know. Adriana, I get why. But Marisol is stirring up enough shit on the show where I'm surprised she's not a main cast. Yeah. So it must have been something like she decided not to show certain parts of her life and that's why they're not. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I would love to understand yeah. that. But she is definitely front and center on what happened live and showing up in places. So for me, it's like, why is she friend up if she's yeah. putting in so much work? Yeah. All right, Kiki, come on, give me give me more Kiki. Yeah, give us more her. Kiki. Yeah. Um, all right, well that's it for this episode. Uh, I did miss OC this week. I I'm excited for it to be back, and I think New Jersey comes back. Yeah, I'm looking so, forward to that. So housekeeping, I think our Wednesday episode will be Salt Lake City and Summer House, and then mm-hmm. our Saturday episode will be OC and Jersey and mm-hmm. Miami. Yeah, can't it's, wait. Yeah, it's like a few more episodes of Miami. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys then. Bye. Bye. The reality is, is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Tracy Newman. My presence is a gift, so remember the thank you note. Lily. Some people say I'm too much, but she's just starting. Marl Farsi. Reading is fundamental, and in Farsi, the reads are monumental. Tracy Masters. When you're the master of your own destiny, no one can take you down. Amanda Agosti. Some Amandas are tech spots, but this Amanda is as real as it gets. Ade Adedokun. It may look like I'm stirring the pot, but actually I'm just smoking it. Paula Bretrude. If you think I'm a bitch, you're probably right, and you probably deserved it. Lola Del Rio. Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets, and I get it all. Naveen Jonathan. I'll give you the shirt off my back, and also by unsolicited opinion. Jada. People are intimidated by my great success and my great ass. Deepa Kanapoli. Some people say I have secrets, but at least they're not federal indictments. Hadil Ibrahim. Some things are too hot to handle, like me and the tea I spill. Srinidhi Subramaniam. I have four degrees, eight syllables, and zero Fs to give. Shannon Anthony. There's no fun in moderation, but there's plenty of shade. Brianna Tooney. Some people strive for perfection, but I'm already there. Rita Ryan. Don't be fooled by my Midwest charm, because I'm nobody's fool. And finally, Beth Bayer. The secret to my success is staying out of your BS. 